And I was like, oh my God. And I was like, yep, he needs to just step down right away or take him out. Dude, his like fucking turtle face is like crazy when he like super, when he super freezes up. He's like, it looks like he's just, oh, and then the gross sweat. It just looks, oh, it it looks like a combination to the pale man and the Bogans from uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. He belongs in the turtle club. Turtle, 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 turtle. Welcome to Well-Being. Don't let them tell you you need to change. Just because you're feeling a little strange. What's up, everyone? I'm Theo. I'm an artist. I'm an editor, a director, and uh, yeah. Hey guys, I'm. Oh, oh wow! You know what? There's too much fucking of a pause, and, and Derek looked at me. So, <laughs> fucking fine. Go, go then. One day we'll get this order right. <laughs> One day. Um, my name is Andy. I'm a writer, director, and producer. And I'm Josh. I'm a graphic and motion designer and, uh, yeah, video editor and apparently game developer. Hell yeah. Wow. Look at that list. That list is getting sexier. Yeah, it debuted the other day, didn't it? Mr. Huh? Jeff Keeley po- po- uh, talked about it. Yeah. My fucking big project finally unveiled last week. You going to really tell cool, find folks what it is or are you just going to leave them? Just, just have them find it. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna make it my fucking spark for the week because it has been my spark. Nice. Oh, okay. All right. All right. We'll yeah. hold on to that. Ooh. Yeah. It's a little teaser for for yeah. the some spark. Sus- some suspense, you know, <clears throat> some spark suspense. All right. Well, should we should we get into it this week? Let's get Let's into our sparks of inspiration. Um, I'm gonna go first because I'm ready. I'm excited. I'm jazzed. Saw Blue Beetle on Sunday. Oh, nice! And I fucking loved the hell out of that movie. It was like the family was perfect. Very, very solid Mexican family or Hispanic, I should say. I don't think they quite say Mexican. Um, yeah, I don't think they say that or, or Mexico, but. Yeah, like heavily implied. Yeah, like it's Hispanic influence is amazing. Um, I felt seen and heard, and it was just like a solid movie, just a really fun trip into comic books. Um, and I'm glad to say that they're they're going to be continuing Blue Beetle in in the Gunverse, whatever this is. Um, but yeah, it was action really great. A lot of ambitious CG. And they yeah. actually, instead of like Flash, they actually nailed it. So that's good. Yeah, because it they had like some some really ambitious CG, and I was just like, "Uh, wow, you guys are pulling this off. Good job." Nice. <laughs> so yeah, I definitely recommend the shit out of Blue Beetle. Very was, nice. Yeah, I liked it. It was good. I felt except for like the second half, they stopped doing more digital on his suit and went more like looked more authentic and rubber. And something I just couldn't unnotice is there was like a key scene in the middle of it with him, an emotional part. But his like was just cock too... was just like oh, you get a rubber oh. part of it was very I was like not looking at his cock. So it's it's, it's a giant <laughs> screen. I saw it in IMAX, so it's just like 
I'm just glad they didn't do you a could, 3D version. Okay. Um, <laughs> but his like cod piece felt like very flaccid mm. and rubbery. Mm. So him like crying was didn't help like ah. the motion. I was like, why did they do that? <laughs> if, if maybe they should have just edited it up just yeah, for just his kind top, of, top part of his maybe body. Maybe they'll get it, they'll get it Not better a lower for the part. next run. But um, yeah, you'll see the emotional part of the scene and uh, just look at his cock. Uh, <laughs> it kind of took me out of uh, out of that moment a little bit because that's all I noticed. Amazing. If I remember correctly, wasn't this supposed to be a Max movie? It was, yeah. It was straight supposed to, to come to Max. Yeah, it was supposed to come straight to Max. And then David Zaslav just completely axed that entire model. Oh, that's so right. They like, forced it into theaters. Yeah. It's a good thing. I mean, I'm sad that it's, it didn't do well. Um, but yeah, um, I mean, arguably it's it, it it was kind of doomed to fail. It was put in a position to fail. Yeah. Also, they kind of promoted like, it for the strike. Mm-hmm. And like, oh yeah, no, it was yeah. that yeah, like was the like kids right like, the, like from Cobra Kai's like biggest movie, and he couldn't fucking talk about it. That sucks. That really sucks. Yeah, and like being as a La- like a Latin like character and like a whole Latino theme on it, there was like no representation because they really couldn't talk about it, promote it. The director tried, but he could only do so much. Yeah, damn that. That sucks. That yeah. that really you know. Oh well, hopefully they'll be able to do it up for the second one. Yeah, I mean James yeah. Gunn's like, yeah, he'll still be in our universe, and so I'm glad that worked out because I was like, it's still really good. Like yeah. the cast, the kid was great in it. Yeah, nice. All right, who's who's got the next spark? I'll go. Is this over? Mine's a little more of a downer spark. Um, no. What? Yeah, uh, Josh, I have you go at the end of it, so it's go back to a happier spark. Okay. Um, as my spark, sad spark, is uh, Bray Wyatt passing away suddenly. Um, yeah. It was just out of the blue. Uh, like, I even heard reports like two weeks ago that he was coming back into ring shape and doctors are clearing him to uh, come back to wrestle. And um, I was super excited for it. And then uh, the news came out. And then after like seeing the SmackDown like uh, tribute show they did, um, people posting on their Instagram about stories about him, maybe do like a deep dive again of his all his old promos, his entrances, and then just being inspired for the stuff he was saying and his character work that he did and his his commitment. Because I always heard like for his theme song, his first one when he came to the main roster. He spent like three days in the um, editing booth listening to entrance songs just so he could find the right song for his character. <laughs> so he was yeah. like a dedicated to his his craft and his uh, his character of Bray Wyatt and the evolution of it. And uh, it helped me with some writing. I'm doing some spooky stuff I'm writing with. So I think seeing all that stuff is helping me and inspiring me to uh, find the positive of his life and... Uh, celebrate that even though it's cut really short but still for the short time he was here i felt like he did a lot of and he impacted a lot of people yeah i barely heard like a, you know like that he comes from legacy wrestling and stuff like that i didn't know that yeah he's the third he, generation yep. his third da- generation yeah. his dad and his grandpa were um in yep. the wrestling business <clears throat> but he wanted to yeah. be like his, his dad to be like as separate as he could from them yeah well, his dad, his dad was um, IRS, 
in the eighties and like early nineties and stuff, like super, super iconic villain, like super iconic. And then his, uh, his grandpa was like a really famous, like, uh, Badass Southern wrestler, yeah, just really badass Southern wrestler and stuff. Yeah, like Barry Windham, just uh, you don't want to fuck with him. <laughs> yep, type of you no, know, like just cowboy wrestler. Yep, back in Texas. Um, but yeah, so it's still it's a sad spark, but um, just watching all the stuff he's done has inspired me to add more stuff into my stories and uh, to the thing I'm trying to write, just to help me. And guide me through all that stuff. So that's dope. That's, that's you know turning a sad into into a happy. You know, yeah, that's all we can do in this life. It's true. Josh, you want to take us? Uh, you want to take us up again? Yeah. So um, my spark is uh, Killing Floor Three. So I I started with Tripwire Interactive about three months ago now yeah three months ago now and i've been visual design on killing floor three since i started and i'm still still rolling on it and it's been already some of the most satisfying work i've done doing crazy shit that i've never even done before so you know i'm I'm learning unreal engine i'm like doing in-game ui i'm doing marketing i did the i did the key art for the game on all the storefronts right now. So if you look up Killing Floor 3 on Steam, PlayStation, Xbox, uh, everywhere, except for Switch. It's not running on Switch. Yeah. But that's everywhere the, else. Well, I think the graphics won't be... Yeah. It'll, it'll be all right on Switch, but... It doesn't... But, <laughs> Switch doesn't run on real... It doesn't even run on real 4, right? Yeah, exactly, yeah. And honestly, I had to... I had to build an entirely new computer just to be able to actually do development work because the recommended specs are like insane right now. Yeah. Cause it's not, so it's not optimized, optimized. That's right. right. Yeah. It's not optimized. So the, the development version of the game right now is playable and it's gorgeous. What we have right now, like I cannot wait for people to see gameplay and stuff, but like, you know, it's still a long way off and yeah, it's just been some of the most amazing work I've done of my entire design career. So I'm really excited for people to see it. I can't like say literally anything, but I'm excited for people to check it out. So go wishlist it on Steam and PlayStation and I don't know, follow it on Xbox or something. I don't know. Is that they don't have wishlists. <laughs> yeah, they don't have wishlists on Xbox. Wishlist, so. Yeah, mm-hmm. PlayStation just got it. Definitely go wishlist it on Steam though. That's our that's your bread and butter, bread right and butter man. Yeah, that's the bread and butter. Are you gonna so go back and play uh, you don't have to go back and play the first two. Um, it's a it's going to be a pretty different game. It's its like, own thematically. Thing. Yeah, it's kind of its own thing. It, the stories do tie in together, and each one, each Killing Floor is very different from itself. So, Killing Floor Two is a pretty fun game, though. I would definitely just recommend to go play that anyway. And honestly, like if you have PlayStation Plus, it's free on PlayStation Plus. I think it's also free on Xbox Game Pass. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I also believe it's on sale right now on Steam for no, like the announcements. Yeah, there's I believe it's on sale right now on Steam and it's just it's dirt ass cheap. So go pick it up. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah. That's a dope ass spark, dude. Yeah. All thank right. you. 
Well, let's take our sparks of inspiration, something that gets us going and and truly just drives us a little bit, and let's talk some mental health. Homework check-ins. I'm going to do that first. Let me pull up my notes. I don't know why I didn't have them out to begin with. I was like, you never do. All right. You never do. Who wants to hit their homework first? Who volunteers? I'll go uh, first because I don't even remember what my homework was. Uh, yoga and mindfulness. That was no. yours. No? Man, no. terrible at this. <clears throat> I've like been to yoga in a few weeks. It's been, it's been like really, really busy the last couple of weeks. So, yeah, it's been very, very busy. Good so. busy or bad busy? Good busy. Lots yeah. of good busy. Lots of good busy. All right. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Um, are you taking time for yourself? I try to. Yeah. Try to. What's what's yeah, what's a try look like? Uh, a try looks like me currently picking up my phone and playing Magic the Gathering Arena for a few minutes. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right, we got to work on we got to work on a little bit a little bit something for for you to so you can I don't know fully disconnect from everything. I don't know, man. I feel for a little bit. I feel pretty disconnected when I become a planeswalker on my phone. <laughs> Goddamn. Goddamn. <laughs> All right. Switching over to Andy. Andy, you had your your classical music and journal and to come up with hopes and dreams. Oh. And then the other big one. Yeah, you had like your homework just. Yeah, mine was stacking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the, the last one was to check in and on your feelings. Um, let's see. Not journaling. I've been trying to keep some time after work for myself, which has involved just been putting some putting my AirPods on and listening to some music and then cook in the kitchen just to kind of unwind. Okay. And uh not put TV on or anything else, just kinda of just listen to some like favorite stuff I like listening to or some classical music just to kinda of get me in the mood of just chopping and sizzling and stuff like that. Um let's see what else. I've reached out to three therapists. One doesn't take my insurance and then two I left messages for. Okay. And I emailed them too and I haven't got a response yet from right. them. Um then I guess hopes and dreams and stuff like to that the one I want to talk to the therapist more is uh being I guess more uh communicative or, or or communicate better with the people and my partners and just uh my team around me. Cause at times I don't communicate the most and I just mm-hmm. kinda just keep it closed. So it's just something that I'll try to get to the bottom of and seeing why I don't open up as much as I should and just kind of like go to a blank wall and just be like, all right, cool, you're done. All right, let me do something else now that kind of makes me feel better than yeah. uh, all the other stuff to deal with. Um, but I guess something like that would be more of my hopes and dreams of just figuring that out and seeing uh, to try to get to the bottom of it. Okay. Um, so that's a hope. What about a dream? 
So your hope, um, you know, to just kind of boil it down is your hope is to discover yourself to communicate to the world, essentially. Yeah. Your world. Then, I don't know, for a dream. Is there maybe something you'd want to get out of that? That would kind of work as a... I I won't say work as a dream, because obviously you don't want to force anything into that box. Yeah. But maybe there's something that you hope to get out of, you know, all of that... Well, I guess also just... communication stuff. Taking more leads at work and just kind of like not put myself in a box of like, I only do this stuff, so... I don't deal with that because since the last couple layoffs at work it has just been me and one other person and I've been doing way more things that I don't normally do or comfortable with like next week we're presenting an all hands meeting and the head of production wants me to actually do one whole slide to talk about our projects with the client Mm -hmm. and we have three Quite projects with them so she's like well I'll just kind of summarize each project and make a little presentation about it and <laughs> but all that's that that's cool though so yeah, I've been cool, yeah. so I wrote a script and at the, I've been trying to time myself because we have three minutes to go over four slides okay. so I have to make sure I nail everything and that I don't stutter and I think me and her spent like a half hour today just her practicing her parts, me practicing mine. I think with the lowest we got to was three seventeen. That's pretty good. So I've been trying to find a, a better way and sync and flow of my uh, presentation to go over it and make sure I nail everything and try not to stutter and then pronounce it, make sure I pronounce um, a lot of the brands properly because some are French names. So, you can always, you can always uh, look up vocal workouts. Those, those always help just to get you going, starting, you know, like the simple ones, like the tip of the tongue, the lips and the mouth. That's yeah. for enunciation. Um, so you just want to hit everything, the tip of the tongue, the lips and the mouth. Uh, how now, brown cow. Uh, those will kind of help you flow into things and, and, and kind of maybe help cut your time down a little bit. So just look at vocal exercises. Okay, I'll do. And it's only, it's only one slide I have to work on, but still, like, it feels like the most pressure I've had <laughs> for, like, I think it's like an 80, 80 slide presentation. And we're towards the end, so I'm sure people will just be checked out anyway yeah. and not listening. Because I know at times I don't literally listen to those things. I'm, like, putting a, a podcast on and just watching what's happening. And I'm like, all right. Yeah, 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 yeah. I get this. I get this. I was like, I could read charts <laughs> and graphs. I see I see the gist of things. But uh, um, so I've been trying to like work on presentation. I'm trying to like make my slides look a little bit better and then just kind of cut and paste images. Yeah. And make it look kind of barbaric. Kinda like like I was in, yeah, trying to find ways to pop. And luckily they have templates for our company to make it follow the company guidelines. But they're still... A lot of things I have to put in there. There's one slide I'm really not happy with, but everyone says they like it. But it's I have four pictures on top, the title in the middle of the slide, and the bottom I have three pictures of clients. And it just looks very like sloppy because <laughs> it's not even either of like three and three. Yeah. 
because it's mm. clients we have this year we're wrapping stuff out and then next year's clients are the bottom three because I have to minimize our slides so it's just well, uh, you're not a graphic designer so I don't think you have to worry too much about the presentation as much yeah we used to <laughs> they, they used to have one they, they hired out and now we don't have that person anymore yeah so it's just everyone kind of makes their own things and um, so and I was like well I'll try it it's Everyone else seems to like it. Yeah, I was like, I don't like it because of symmetry. It's the the pictures don't match. The numbers and pictures don't match. Add add up to three and three, where I have it lined up perfectly. Feel that. <laughs> um, lastly, have you been checking in to your feelings? Remember, we had talked about. Uh, sorry, there was a mosquito at you or a bug. Yeah, they're all over. So we had talked about you at least taking a moment whenever you're feeling a feeling to just stop and go, I'm feeling this. Have you been doing that? No, I've just been going back to just kind of climbing up about it. And that's another thing I'm hoping with the, the therapist, I could try to find ways or exercises from them to uh, help me take me out of my routine and moment of it, to have me find a different way to... Uh, approach that feeling and acknowledge it and have time for it and not mm-hmm. just kind of bottle, bottle it up and just hide it and just like, whatever, I'll deal with it later. Um, so that's another thing with there was some hoping to get a hold of. On, there's some more on the list at the call tomorrow. Tomorrow's a little bit lighter day for work, so cool. during my lunch I'll call Fine. and try to that. see you'll, you'll, who else I can yeah. try to get in and all that. Nice. So. Good. Um, and then lastly, my homework was to take back mornings and therapy. Uh, mornings have been, I'm doing all right. I'm a bit low energy. I'm going through a bit of a depressive state again. So I've been fighting that, uh, which just includes just being fucking tired for no goddamn reason all the fucking time. I just want to just lay down every second I can. Like, I'm just like, no, I got to keep moving. I got to do this. I got to do that. I got to take care of this. I got to take care of that. I just I just have to. Um, so, uh, yeah, it's not that I'm, you know, being lazy. I'm just fighting for my fucking life here. I've been doing pretty good. Um, I also started a new therapist who I'm still not quite sure of yet. She's kind of flippy floppy, a little. She doesn't quite know where to tune her attention into yet. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's it's weird. She likes worksheets um, a bit too much because she'll be like, oh, this reminds me of a worksheet, and then shuffle through and hunt <laughs> down for, like, a worksheet. And I'm like, okay, cool. And then she'll be, so then her attention, yeah, it's 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 a bit divided. So we'll see. I'm, I'm, I'm willing to give her a chance, but I don't know if she's, like, new to this or or what, but I'm, I'm just hoping. Hoping for the best. Fingers um, crossed. Yeah, fingers crossed. Um, yeah, that's all cool. of us, right? So Josh, that's our homework. You know, yeah, Josh, find some, just find some, um, 
mindfulness time. At least mindfulness. That's not magic. Yeah. At least 10 minutes of just like you and the universe. Andy, you're checking off boxes. I think just go back to journaling and um, try the check in with your emotions. Just really, anytime your emotion changes, just acknowledge it. Um, you know, it it should take like a millisecond, you know, and then just feel it and then move on. Um, and me, I'll just continue. I don't know. Do we have any? No, I'm like, I have like a shit ton of homework for my therapist. I have to make a list of positive things about myself. I have to, I have a list of activities and stuff that I'm I'm supposed to like action on and and yeah and then emotion I'm to have to keep track of my my daily emotions which I forgot to today so I'll do that yeah it's still today it's still today it'll still count it just moves my my time tomorrow to remind me around eight and be like hey check your emotions I'll be like okay I guess <laughs> um Today we're going to be talking about uh, cognitive distortions. Uh, this is something I went over in therapy and I thought was fucking rad as shit. Um, and we're going to see if any of us have any cognitive distortions. And you're like, what the fuck is a cognitive distortion? Well, cognitive distortions are rational thoughts that can influence your emotions. Everyone experiences cognitive distortions to some degree, but... Uh, in their more extreme forms, they can be harmful. So we're going to go over some of these. Um, I might just go down the list and we'll we'll just check off um, if anyone has any of these. So magnification and minimization, exaggerating or minimizing the importance of events. One might believe uh, their own achievements are unimportant or that their mistakes are excessively important. Overgeneralization. Making broad interpretations from a single or few events. I felt awkward during my job interview. I am always so awkward. Magical thinking. The belief that acts will influence unrelated situations. I am a good person. Bad things shouldn't happen to me. Personalization, the belief that one is responsible for events outside of their own control. My mom is always upset. She would be fine if I did more to help her. Jumping to conclusions, interpreting the meaning of a situation with little or no evidence, um, which these jump into mind reading, interpreting the thoughts and beliefs of others with uh, adequate evidence. She would not go on a date with me. She probably thinks I'm ugly. Uh, Fortune telling the the expectation that a situation will turn out badly without adequate evidence. Emotional reasoning. uh, Emotional reasoning. I really am. I suffer from this one pretty badly. The assumption that emotions reflect the way things really are. I feel like a bad friend. Therefore, I must be a bad friend. Disqualifying the positive. Recognizing only the negative aspects of a situation while ignoring the positives. One might receive many compliments on an evaluation, but focus on a single piece of negative feedback. 
good statements, the belief that things uh, should always be um, a certain way. I should always be friendly. All or nothing thinking, thinking in absolutes such as always, never or every. I never do a good I never do a good enough job on anything. Um, I don't know. I'll send this to you guys too, just so y'all have it. Well-being, Chad. Cool. Um, but I don't know. Have you ever fallen into cognitive cognitive distortions? I have absolutely fallen into all of those. All of them. How badly? Yeah. I. I mean, not like. I guess not like super badly. I'd say the only one that I am regularly guilty of is magnification. Mm-hmm. Like I will oftentimes like kind of like exaggerate my own mistakes and kind of beat myself up over them. Okay. So give me an example. I'd love to hear that. I, I can't think of an example off the top of my head. Cause they're all, they're generally also inconsequential. Like it's like the type of mistakes that like, are, are inconsequential they're meaningless mistakes it's like something stupid you know so like a tiny so like a tiny pixel in in a, the grand scheme of an entire uh you know picture essentially yeah basically they're all just like such minor mistakes but i'll just like i'll oftentimes like exaggerate them and just beat myself up beat myself up over them and just be generally more upset than i should be at like something so okay yeah, I um yeah, apparently I I I I magnify and minimize things too. Um I suffer I you know what was the ones that I did? I chose magnification, minimization, um personalization, uh and emotional reasoning are kind of like my big my big 3. Mm-hmm. You know, that makes sense. Yeah, Andy. I'd say arguably personalization is probably the one that I feel like I'm maybe least guilty of. Admittedly, personalization. Yeah, really. I I always kind of feel like <laughs> I'm like, oh man, this person's upset. I must have upset them. What can I do to make it better? I you know I always not insert myself into it, but will personalize it and kind of be like, oh, mm-hmm. well, I probably fucked up in some way. I think mine is more a combo of the should statements and the all or nothing thinking. Because I like things done a certain way. So things I feel like should be a certain way. Yeah. And if they're not, then I feel like it's also all or nothing. Like, it didn't happen that way. And now... I think of like the worst that could happen. Um, I feel like most of them too, except probably for magical thinking. That's the one I don't really do, or I'm un- maybe I'm unaware <laughs> that I do it. Yeah, I think the the two that feel more that lean towards me is the should the should statements all or nothing thinking. Yeah. Fine. Okay. Um, how bad do you think? Like, how heavy do they get? I think at the moment, it gets pretty bad. But then with enough time passes, then I kind of just, I just, in a way, not, I don't know if ignore them or just kind of either try to deal with whatever I could deal with from that those things. 
And if not, then I just kind of like try to move on and not think about it. But then probably like when I'm laying in bed or something, like about to go to sleep or just aimlessly driving or just going somewhere, then like when I'm not trying to think about it, I'll probably just creep back up. So then I have to find different ways to either deal with it or just go back to putting something else on or trying to find yeah. a different way to uh, ignore ignore it. So, Would you say you suffer from racing thoughts? Yeah, I can see that. You know, those are sort of, uh, no, intrusive thoughts. That's what, well, that's what it is. Do you, would you say, um, how frequently do you get like an intrusive thought? I don't know. Maybe once a week or twice a week, something might just pop in when mm-hmm. I'm not thinking of something or thinking about it. It'll just pop in my head and then it's it's in there. So only as often, but... Every once in a while, I'll get them. I feel like one, once or twice a week might be. Okay. All right. That's just, you know, something just for you to kind of acknowledge, like racing thoughts or intrusive thoughts is normal to have. It's just, you know, what you do is you just have to, you know, com- combat them with like an if-then theory or t- statement. Like if this, then what? Because um, it kind of blocks it out. Because sometimes you can't logic your way out of an intrusive thought, you know. Yeah. Anyone have any uh, further thoughts on on <laughs> on this? I already forgot its name. To be honest, cognitive cognitive distortion. Yeah, cognitive distortions. All right, now let's take our mental health and let's focus it into some world building. Um, This is where we have been wanting to just create a realm or a place that we can be creative again in because as creatives, you know, you need to have a sort of sandbox to play within. And I I think that this space is meant to give us that, you know, uh, gaming uh, to to designing to videoing to art, just whatever we want to create based out of this. This is what we're aiming to do. Andy, you want to hit us with that recap? Yeah, we didn't have one last week, did we? We did not have one last week. Uh, mm-hmm. And then the week before, we did have one the week before, though. Yeah, that week we were uh, getting the... Um, oh, the classes, huh? Yeah, going through classes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Let's see, what do I have? So I was trying to copy and paste on a Google Doc. <laughs> but for some reason, some of the words aren't pasting. Weird. Uh, dun 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 dun. Classes. Back to this one. Eight two eight three. All right. So we have druid is underfolk. Paladin are sentai. Row class is uh, runners, mirrors, edge, more physical than magical. Nice. Uh, fighters are VR troopers. <laughs> Clerics are therapists. And see, did not have anything for barbarian, bard. Uh, ranger is techno ranger, and then monks are monks. Yeah. 
and that's all I have so far. Monks, we can always steal from uh, uh, <laughs> Overwatch and have like uh, you know how they have Zenyatta, the robot monk. We have like some robot. Um, we, have we, we established. Have, we have I was not. Just gonna say, we've, we haven't established any kind of robotics or anything. Are there robots in our world? I almost feel like we don't need it because we already have so many like types of organics with the aliens and stuff. Okay. Do we do we need an inorganic? I don't think so. I don't think we need a robot. Yeah, because what place would they hold in our world? Exactly. You know. You know, unless we have like a, we do need like a working. I mean, do we just have a working class? For, no, Mm-mm. Mm-mm. because like no, you okay. immediately create classism at that point. Oh God, yeah, you're right. Um, okay, so no robots, no robots, no robots, no sorry robots. robots. So monks Nothing are personal. monks believe in like an old system and kind of set themselves just like monks in our world. They're almost like the spiritual therapist, I guess. It's not necessarily about believing in an old system. It's about being in tune with like, it's about being in tune with whatever you believe in most. So it's like, admittedly, I feel like monks could just stay monks at this point. Honestly, I don't think they have to be anything crazy. Yeah. I think it's just in, in this world, maybe monks are just someone who, is more like spiritually in tune with like the world and stuff like that. The same thing Ooh. that a monk usually is. I just had much. a badass visual of, oh man, we didn't even start the timer. How long have we been going for? Yeah, like a minute. Okay, a minute. So I'll put it to, to nine minutes. Okay. Um, but remember how we kind of talked about scientists pushing through into the into the spirit world to sort of traverse space through the para means versus the physical means mm-hmm. so like it'd be cool to like hire monks to just be like on the side like imbuing like spiritual energy into because you know science and magic is now so intrinsically entwined Mm -hmm. in this world that we've created that like i think it's 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 really cool to just start so maybe maybe what we do is our our mages are essentially scientists and the monks and the monks are more spiritual okay and the two kind of complement each other okay Mm. Mm. Okay. Do you I'm have... kind of cool with that. Yeah. There's like techno mages and just regular magic mages or mana mages. What did we do we have a name for our magic in this world? Because mm. we should come up with like a cool name. You know, Star Wars has the force. Um uh, Final Fantasy has m- m- mana, or their every game is kind of different, right? Yeah, <laughs> but it's it's general. It's generally mana in like most of them. Yeah. Hey, Kimchi, could you shut up? Hmm, that's a good question. Like, 
Oh, man. I feel like even if it's not something that's, like, original, I feel like it needs something, like, interesting. Yeah. Like, Aurorium. Is Aurorium not original? That seems pretty fucking original to me. Oh. (laughs) I was just saying words. I was like, I was like, Aura. Aura, uh, I don't know. Let's see. Can name them kimchi. 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 Kimchi, kimchi yeah. yeah. Kimchi is dark magic in this world. Sorcery, witchcraft. No, we don't have a name for it yet. Oh, not Aurorium? Yeah. I do like Aurorium, but I feel like Aurorium should be like some kind of crazy fucking powerful gemstone or something that we can utilize in a yeah. world. Yeah, like Archiva crystals. <laughs> Correct. Aurorium. I like it. Okay. Okay. So that's like our Kaiba crystals, which, you know, now are kind of being cracked open and, and utilized in different ways with, with Star Wars now. So that's cool. Mm-hmm. Maybe we use Aurorium in our like light speed engines or something. Ooh, yeah. That's like the synthesis of magic and, and like an element. It's like the first fully physicalized element essentially mm-hmm. that's a rory oh man okay i just thought of like a crazy wow okay this is gonna be god how do i word this this is gonna be kind of deep let me think for a second how to um okay in final fantasy 16 uh the biggest thing that you're dealing with is it's called ether which is what they're term for magic is essentially is ether and um or well aether i guess like whatever but essentially like the the mother crystals feed off the ether of the world and like they're slowly like killing the planet so like you have to like destroy the mother crystals essentially but what if in a so essentially like how about this so the planet, the planet, like our planet's core is made of aurorium. And we have figured out how to mine that aurorium. But rather than destroy the planet, we use the aurorium to use magic. And the remnants, like the, not necessarily the fumes, but like the remnants of casting spells, restores the aurorium in the planet. Okay, okay. So basically by us using magic, we are keeping the planet just continuously alive after we, like, mine the Aurorium. All right. Mining, though... Hmm... I don't know. Mining always has like a weird negative connotation. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but I mean, we have to kind of learn. Or what if it's a, if it's a something that it's there and it gives us that power, kind of like Vandal Savage type of thing. Uh, his backstory—he just touched an orb and then he became invincible. I think like the Aurorium, like it's just is it's the core of our planet. 
Mm-hmm. I like that. I think that like the dwarven class, you know, has mind and you know has learned to like mine with an existence of it of aurorium mm-hmm. without it being you know i'm sure there's probably an era of which we were mining aurorium uh because you know our where we're at we're at the the, the apex of utopian so mm-hmm. there obviously is all kinds of you know you fuck up before you before you perfect yeah, so maybe at this point, it's less about like mining it and more about just like we have an established system of tapping almost like it. like yeah, like almost like crops. Like it's more like harvesting at this point where we we take aurorium, we use it to create, we use it in our magic, and okay. then in the magic, the magic that we use restores the aurorium that we took. So it's almost like crops at this point. It's less about like mining and more about like harvesting. Okay. Does that okay. make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um Yeah. Okay. Ooh. Does the Aurorium give people the magic? Like do we tap into it somehow? Or is Aurorium more like that's that's just like a a a, a another sort of part of things another like part of things maybe okay. like an augment in a way like maybe like certain spells you can like you need like aurorium to do and stuff like that like it's more of an augment than anything okay i dig it augment but then now we're like solar punking it so we're like using plant technology that's biohacked and so basically green. all of all of so basically all of our resources come from the planet. Yeah, we're we're everything is in a in a ecosystem in, now. Yeah, everything's in an ecosystem, but it all it's all a self-sustained ecosystem. So we use like we grow the plant life and we keep it sustained and healthy and we use that for our electricity, which then in turn feeds the plants and stuff and keeps them healthy. And we essentially use the same ecosystem for like Aurorium with our magical spells. Okay. So every everything is like kind of a, a sustained ecosystem that is like in a bubble. But it's all on like a loop. So it's all self-sustained. Yeah. Man. We're like really crafting. Okay. Um <laughs> Oh, that's our time. I don't know how to make my. I'll have to like set like an actual timer or whatever on things, because um, we need to have like an alert. Crew. Uh, sh- yeah. So that's our world building for the week. I, I think we have a lot more to dive into with with uh, the way our. I don't know our ecosystems and our magic and shit works. Yeah, we still need to kind of get back into classes too. Yeah, we did deviate a lot. Yeah. Oh, way yeah, away from classes. Yeah, we kind of we created we created no, we didn't even cre- no. We, yeah, we did create one new class and then. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, wild. at least we got monks done. Yeah. All right. So 
Uh, I want to thank Effective for our opening theme. You can find his music on SoundCloud and on Spotify. That's A-F-F-E-K-T-I-V. Um, and just check out his jams. I'm going to be doing a, a dope project here with him soon, so I can't wait for that. And if you have any uh, requests or questions or anything like that or anything you want to talk about just give us an email over at wellbeing.podcast at outlook.com and um, also please share rate review do all these things they really help us out Um, I'm probably going to be posting something on Instagram a little poll just seeing where people listen to their podcast so that way when I post um, I can be a little bit more podcast inclusive to grow our little group here so andy where can people find you uh, you can find me on instagram and threads at the same username at r.andrewsandoval nice that's it josh you can find me all over social media at fearhead p-h-e-a-r-h-e-a-d Theo? Hell yeah. You can find me on threads and Instagram at Theo underscore Ripper. Um, that's where I'm jamming. That's where I'm posting and shit. I may be starting an art account. I don't know. I haven't fully invested into that yet, but I don't know. I'll let you know if I do. Uh, and you can find me Sundays on Twitch at 8. No. Sundays Twitch at 11.30 a.m. Pacific Standard Times. That's Theo Ripper on Twitch. Yeah, 11.30 a.m. You can find kimchi outside bar. Yeah, you can find kimchi. Mm-hmm. Uh, peace out, Leos. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Be well. Don't let them tell you you need to change. Just because you're feeling a little strange.